You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. We're speaking with Pat Murphy here at SF in SF. Thank you for joining me, Pat. Thank you for having me. Pat, your, your work has a really interesting feel in that you seem to dial back the elements of the fantastic and bring out a more naturalistic tale out of that. Could you talk about that kind of approach in your work? One of the things in, uh, in writing fantasy, uh, as a kid when I was reading fantasy, what intrigued me was sort of taking the everyday world and then just taking a sort of a left turn and going in a different direction. So I was, I was always very intrigued by, uh, in reading children's fantasy, groups of children who found like a secret door into another world or a, a secret path or they went to a different land. And so one of the things that I think I'm interested in is just looking for those secret doors, looking for that left turn that takes things into an unusual direction. And the other thing that is in my background is uh, I spent 20 years working at the Exploratorium in San Francisco. And the Exploratorium is a museum of science, art, and human perception. And it, one of the things about working at the Exploratorium is it really trains you to see amazing things in the everyday world that you didn't realize were there. And I think that's some of the, that has influenced my fiction um, in helping me look for things that might not otherwise be visible. The, your novel, the, the City Not Long After, is one of these kind of powerhouse monuments uh, of vision. Could you talk about what inspired you to write that novel? Well, that was a funny one because I actually wrote the short story that that was based on before I worked at the Exploratorium. But then once I started working at the Exploratorium, I realized that that was the community I was writing about. Um, the City Not Long After is a novel where it's a post-apocalyptic novel. Artists have taken over San Francisco, they're in, and they're basically using the city as a big art project. They're invaded by an army from Sacramento, and they fight back using art. Now, when I told that idea to my artist friends, they sort of said, so where's the science fiction? Um, what are you making up? What are you bringing to the party, Pat? Um, and then once I started writing it, it was so much fun to wander around San Francisco and think about what would we do here? What can I, if I have the unlimited resources of the city, what can I do in this location? I also drew heavily on uh, the artist community that I, that I knew through the Exploratorium, through living in San Francisco, and thought about what this creative community would do given the resources of the city. Could you tell us a little about bit about your newest book? It's it, Wild Girls, am I correct? That's right. It's called Wild Girls, and this is actually a young adult novel, children's novel. They call it a, a mid-grade reader, I think, middle-grade reader, uh, and it's actually the book I wish I had had when I was 12 years old. It's a book about figuring out the world and using writing to figure out the world. Um, two girls... Uh, at that 11, 12-year-old age where they're figuring out how the world works, end up writing fiction, winning a contest, and taking a, a class on writing that helps them 
use writing to figure out their lives and figure out how to grow up and what directions they're going. It, it strikes me that you're writing for uh, a writer of the fantastic. You're really interested in art, aren't you? Oh, uh, absolutely. It's all the same. It's all. I also spent a year working at the Crucible, which is a, a local uh, school of fire arts and industrial arts where you take classes in art where you set things on fire. And I, I see the whole thing as part of a continuum. I don't separate the two, really. Um, they all blend into each other. The reason I ended up working at The Crucible was because in the young adult novel, one of the characters learns to walk on stilts. So of course I had to go take a class and learn how to walk on stilts. So I went to The Crucible and uh, took a class where we built our own stilts and we learned to walk on them. And thought, well, this is a great place. This is a great community. I have to spend more time here. I love the idea of something taking a class where you're, the object is to set stuff on fire. It sounds a little <laughs> bit dangerous. Well, it's every stilt walking is one of the few classes at the Crucible that doesn't involve fire. Uh, classes range from blacksmithing to fire dancing to fire eating to welding. Um, I really enjoyed uh, working with glass, uh, uh, kiln-fired glass, uh, working with flame-blown glass. Um, it's the Fire is interesting because it's got that element of danger and that element of power. And those two are just inextricably entwined. And one of the things, working at the Crucible, I insisted that my job description include has permission to set off the fire cannon at any time. What is the fire cannon? It is on the back of a uh, retrofitted fire truck. It's an antique fire truck that they've turned into a real fire truck. Instead of shooting out water like those water trucks that call themselves fire trucks, this one actually shoots out fire. And it's got a, uh, it's got an entire blacksmith shop as part of the truck. Well, that sounds phenomenal. Now tell me what you're working on now. Okay, right now I'm working on the sequel to The Wild Girls. And I'm also, what I'm reading tonight is a, a first part of a short story that I'm working on. We've been speaking with Pat Murphy. Her new book is The Wild Girls. Thank you for joining me, Pat. This was great. Thanks. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.